You better prepare for this one. Why? You may think you know everything. He's an idiot. But I'm here to spill the truth. You are delusional. History part of This is the tantalizing truth. Welcome back, everyone, to episode, I think, 16 of The Tantalizing Truth. Nick Feta and Thomas Aiello here on hand. Uh, first of all, before we begin the show, we have to give a congratulations to the new Marlins GM, the first Asian-American, also the first female to hold a front office position in all of professional sports and the American sports. So big monumental step today. And today, Nick and I are joined by the co-host of the Coast to Coast podcast, my good buddy, who now knows that Nick lives in the same building as him, Tyler <laughs> Hugh. Tyler, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Thomas. Thanks, Nick. Welcome. Of course, I'm, buddy. I'm glad to be here. And uh, I mean, I've listened to a couple of episodes of your, uh, of your podcast. I'm excited to be here. Tyler left a great review. He said, Thomas Ilo is a sexy beauty and he knows what he's doing. Absolute <laughs> I mean, beauty. That may not be true, but. Nick has a Nick. You hey, have I, I, I got to gas my boy up. I got to yeah, gas my true. boy up. <laughs> anyway, let's get right into it. MLB MVPs got announced the other day. Freddie Freeman of the National League won it, Atlanta Braves first baseman, and Jose Abreu of the Chicago White Sox, who a lot of people seem to be high on that team, takes it for the American League. Guys, I want to start with Abreu, and Nick, I'm going to start with you. We all thought, as Yankees fans, collectively, we can agree that LeMahieu, if he didn't miss the 10 games, would have easily won the MVP award. But yep. looking at Abreu's numbers, he slugged for 617, he had 148 total bases, which led all of Major League Baseball, 60 total runs batted in, which also led Major League Baseball. And he led the American League with 76 hits and played all 60 games. And he got a Silver Slugger Award. So looking at it now, I don't, I don't know. They definitely nailed this. Yankees fans were a little biased. But yeah. what, what um, do you guys think with Jose Abreu taking away the MVP at the age of 33? I think there's no, there's no question about it. Uh, the bias is definitely real. Um, we <laughs> talked right before we went on air. LeMahieu missed at least 10 games, being one-sixth of the season right there, you know, a 60-game season. You can't do that and win MVP. Yeah, and every number you just listed about Abreu is ridiculous. How do you not win MVP like that? Um, it's tough. I don't think the White Sox are as good of a team as people think they are. Uh, it's tough they didn't get exactly where they wanted to this year, but, you know, it's, it's deserving. The MVP is about the regular season. You do what you do in the regular season. It's never been about the playoffs. We've talked about that before. Um, so Abreu definitely deserved it. Every stat you listed leads in multiple categories. Uh, LeMahieu missed games. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on who the third finalist was here. It was Jose Ramirez of the Jose Indians. Ramirez, I don't think Jojo? even – wow. I don't even think he was in the race, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a two-man um, race. LeMahieu's stats for what he played were ridiculous. Yeah. But he didn't play enough, and that's really what gave Abreu the, the, the break, I think. The stats plus the missed games for LeMahieu, Abreu's greatness in this race was clearly the dominant factor here. Yeah, I have to agree there. I mean, Abreu was filthy. He, um, he's always been consistent, just like an RBI machine, hits the home runs, super solid hitter. But I think he took this game to the next level. He started hitting for average and, like, just became a more disciplined hitter. And, like, he was unbelievable this year. I mean, like, he was 
the best first baseman in baseball this year. I mean, you can't really debate. I mean, Freddie Freeman, but like, you know, <laughs> on, the, on the NL side, but I, I just like to say, Abreu was fully deserving. As a Yankee fan, we kind of had a little bias for LeMahieu, but also we had a bias for Luke Voigt. I oh mean, my God. of course. Yeah, Luke Voigt with the 22 home runs. We kind of one vote, I think, for the whole We, we were making a case for him winning MVP, I think but, he should have had a case, man. That's a shame. But let, let's be real. I think his average, I mean, average isn't like the greatest at the Yeah, but it wasn't. Average was, You're right. It wasn't there. Yeah. It was all around numbers. Big slugger, big slugger. Yeah, he he um great player, had a great season, but um it was a you know, it was a brave from the get go. He was unbelievable. And if LeMayu didn't get hurt with those nagging injuries, didn't miss those couple games, he would have had a real shot because I mean he ended the season hitting three sixty four, I believe, which led the league. Led both leagues. He was unbelievable, but well deserved. And we talked about Jose Abreu. He was great when he first came up in that early two thousand tens part of the that decade. He was mashing right off the rip. I mean, this wait, hold guy up. Was I didn't know Abreu was 33 years old. What the hell? Yeah, I thought he was like, I thought he was like, I thought he was 29, 30. I thought he was like, not that old. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think he was that old either, man. No. It's crazy how time flies. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> he came up when we were like 10 and here he is now winning an MVP, alas, <laughs> on a loaded Chicago White Sox team that I think is going to be running the American League in about a year or two. If they can just get the pitching down, and if they can get some consistency from um, their catching position with Yasmani, who a lot of people argue is the second best catcher in baseball behind JT Realmuto, he did not have the greatest of seasons. But like I said before, and Nick knows this very well, Tyler, if you're going to throw away any season, it should have been this one. Yeah. I mean, we saw that with, um, with Lucas Giolito. He was still very good, but wasn't what he was last year. Garrett Cole was a little bit down. Uh, Degrom, the pitching, DeGrom was and still sick. Yeah, they're still good, but yeah. like for their standards, they weren't where we expected. Yeah. Altuve, who fell off the map. We, we we don't talk about the Astros. No, yeah, we, we don't. We don't even. Need yeah, them. no, screw the Astros. Uh, they are fully deserving of being bad. <laughs> I don't care if they made it to the ALCS. They don't. That. Yeah, you know, you know how oh it my is. God. That's that. That's harsh. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Freddie Freeman, who finally gets himself an MVP award. Who has been a criminally underrated player for years now and it, I think it shows the work that Chipper Jones did with him when he was young just keeping keeping everything consistent this year he was 341 batting average OPS was a 1.102 okay so that might have just been the one thing that people looked at where it's like yeah we're gonna give him the first place vote and it's not even close he had 23 doubles that led major league baseball 23 doubles with 51 total runs he played all 60 games and he also took home a silver slugger. And Tyler, I'm going to start with you on this one. Freddie Freeman, who no one seems to hate in Major League Baseball, just like the nicest guy of all time. Do you think that this Braves team is going to win a championship now that they've got the MVP on their team? Or do you think this can go downhill pretty quickly? I don't think it'll go downhill pretty quickly. I think it's going to be pretty stable. I think their young guys are going to continue to develop. But the NL is so competitive. you got Dodgers who are – Far and away the best team based in the NL. Pretty much the best. Team. They are the best team in baseball. I can't really debate that. <laughs> the Mets are I mean, coming up too. We, eh, whatever. They might show up. Hey, they <laughs> Listen, might show up. My personal opinion: the Mets are the Clippers of baseball. <laughs> obviously, obviously, with a sl- slight bias as a Yankee fan, I like I like seeing the Mets fans getting all cocky. Like, oh, we're gonna sign everybody. We're gonna win a World <laughs> Series. Blah 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 blah. We're gonna get Bauer. We're gonna get like. George Springer. George Springer. We're gonna we're gonna win the World Series. New York is ours. I'm like, relax. You have two rings. We have 27. You you, you haven't like, you're a perennial what third place finisher. 
I don't yeah. listen to those arguments. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're stupid. I mean, <laughs> they're stupid. Good, good, for the Mets. good for the Mets. They got rid of the Wilpons. <laughs> they got, they got um, an actual, hopefully competent owner. But, like, I mean, Steve Cohen. I l- I'd like to see the Subway Series be fun again. But, I mean, the Braves are one of the better teams in baseball. I think they're um, – they just got to find consistency within the bullpen and the rotation. Like, Soroka and Freed are really good, but, like, Soroka tore his Achilles on the first yeah, game. He, he got hurt. Exactly. Yeah. And they, they, they alternate – I feel like they alternate seasons. Like, one's good one year, and, like, the other's, like, eh. Like, <laughs> slacks off a little bit. And their bullpen's – I mean, I don't – their bullpen is nothing special. Blah. And you kind of got to be more than nothing special to win in the playoffs. So, um, I mean, obviously you got Acuna, Albies. Um, Dansby Swanson is pretty widely loved, but yeah. he's a good player. He's a good player. Ozuna. Um, Big Marcelo Zuna, love him. He's Big a beast. Big body. He's a beast. <laughs> um, Freddie Freeman, I mean, you mentioned it. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. He, is, he had a bat with COVID before the season started. So, good for him for coming back and balling out. I mean, he played unbelievable. He's an all – this, I must be honest, I think this just, like, solidifies his Hall of Fame case. Let's put it yeah, that way. I agree. Solidifies it like he's, a, he's likely going to be first ballot if he keeps this up. I agree. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. Freddie Freeman been a torturer of teams for years, terrorizes the Mets. And uh, Nick, Tyler brought up a good point. We want the Subway Series to be good again with the Mets. And you know what? Maybe with them spending money, they're a team on the rise. And who knows? Maybe they're going to produce an MVP next year. Uh, I don't think so, but sure, <laughs> we could say who knows. Um, I'm, I'm, I have nothing against the Mets. I just am not very high on them. You know, Steve Cohen maybe could change things, but I don't think it's possible to change things in one year, uh, especially exactly. in baseball. I just don't think it's possible. Um, you know, if, if I touch, like you said, especially in that division, the Braves, man, I think that they're here to stay. Um, if anything, I think they get better. I just don't know. Maybe the Mets could sneak into a wild card. I don't think next year, but they they got to take time to turn around. That's just how baseball works more than any other sport. And that's that. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like the NBA where you can just sign the two free, best free agents. And boom, you're I, the, Nick, uh, the Nets. I was about to say the Knicks, but that didn't happen. <laughs> we wish. Yeah. yeah, we wish, right? We wish. Yeah, we're the, but, we're um, the bane of like, NBA, like NBA yeah. social media. Everybody, everybody clowns us for it, but I mean. I'll bet you in the, like an alternate universe, Zion, Kyrie, Katie, and uh, Mitchell Robinson are about, yeah. to sec- t- about to repeat. Oh, my God. You think Imagine it's please? Please, well, the alternate universe does not include James Dolan. Yeah, yeah no, that too. That is for uh, sure. That also needs to yeah. be yeah. heralded. <laughs> we have Spike Lee running the show at the owner. Exactly. The owner Yo, position. man, do the right thing. <laughs> That's what we want. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine Spike Lee owning the team. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be sick. It would be fun. I would, I would go to the Knicks games willingly. Honestly, I'd give like, him my money. Yeah. I'll, have him, I'll have him promote our uh, – Preseason's our hype video, considering he's one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. Yeah, <laughs> true. He's make a sick, like, film, like, sick highlight tape for us. Just yeah, to get everybody hyped. Bumping. That is yeah. for sure. Oh, Garden Pat will be Ewan live. coming out of retirement and Charles Oakley, my man, coming out of retirement. <laughs> Walt Yo, Frazier, Cl- we give Clive it Frazier. <laughs> Earl the Pearl Monroe. Yeah, he loves Earl the Pearl. The and speaking of the NBA, there's madness. I mean, it happens every year now. Pandemonium. There is pandemonium craziness, tremendous craziness in the NBA. Oh, God. There are I don't trade think he's rumors of Westbrook very, going to the Knicks for Julius Randle and picks. There's oh God. Kevin Love for Draymond Green swaps. There's 
what else is there? Is Russ going to the Clippers? Is Paul George DeRozan going to the Lakers? Is DeRozan? Yeah, there's everything. Everyone's going to probably move. I just want to pick both of your brains. Nick, I'll start with you. Who do you think is going to be the most obvious trade piece? And where do you think this person's going to go? Like, who do you think it's going to be? <sighs> to be honest, I don't have a great answer for this because, and this is my biggest problem with, with media, social media, anything you want to describe today. Just like what you said, it's pandemonium and it's been uh, free agency hasn't even begun. You've got so many random trade talks that you don't know if it's a rumor, if it's for real. It's, I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen in the paper. I think Westbrook, all of a sudden now he's saying he, he's annoyed that people are saying it was his birthday and he's annoyed people are talking about him wanting a trade, right? Like, so, so do you want trades? Because if you're saying that, we can make the assumption that we don't know. But uh, I don't know what the right pick would be. I'd imagine I, I would pick Russ, but I don't know who wants him. Um, as a Knicks fan, we talked last time. We don't, we don't really want him in New York. Yeah, we don't uh, want him. I don't there want were talks of Charlotte looking for him, but yeah, we saw why would he go to Charlotte? There's no point. There'll be an eight seat for two I mean, years. It's, it's not really it. his choice. I mean, that's like, true. It is, you're you're right. What were I mean? What would they give up? Brit, Miles Bridges. Uh, Terry uh, yeah, yeah. would have to make it's salaries weird. work. If it's I, weird, yeah. I think I don't really know. I guess I'm gonna go bolder. I guess with my one, if we're making one trade prediction each year, something along the lines of. I don't know, maybe Kuzma to the Spurs, something like that. I think the Lakers, if they can package something like that, I don't know if it's possible. Hmm. Um, but I could see, you know, any any LeBron team is a good guess to make of, yeah, that's a team that's going to have a trade happen this season or before the season starts. Because, yeah, LeBron won a championship, but, oh, he's eyeballing his, his targets now. Who does he want? Who does he not want, right? He doesn't like competition. So. Yeah, so he's he's working. He's pulling strings over there in L.A. I think it's going to be something with the Lakers, something involving Kuzma, maybe DeRozan, Danny Green, maybe, you know, guys yeah, that were not that's why I heard. great. I heard, so. Kuzma and, I heard Kuzma and Danny Green for uh, DeRozan straight. Exactly. Like something oh, like that, that would be yeah. a terrible trade for San Antonio. So I'm, I'm they're not rebuilding. sure. They're rebuilding. There, but... they're, they're rebuilding. I think DeRozan's a clear trade candidate. I think possibly even going back to Toronto, like going across conferences back home to Toronto. Yeah. That would be cool. Obviously, LA is his home. That would be a very cool fit in um, LA. But the spacing there is a little shaky. Yeah. Le- LeBron, improved shooter, looking con- like inconsistent. Not the best shooter. Not the worst shooter. AD getting better. DeRozan doesn't shoot threes. Honestly, I think Victor Oladipo. You've heard his name. You've probably True. heard his name come there up in uh, rumors recently. Miles he, uh, a, he yeah, Miles Turner. I think Miles Turner because traded to the Celtics. Like, yeah, I was thinking the Turner, same. Turner thing. for like Hayward or something. Yeah, they need a they need a big so bad. Oh, like, who I else? know Drew- Tice. Tice is nice. Tice played well, but like Tice he's is not, nice. He's you not, like that he, one. Yeah, I like that. Tice is nice, and I mean, <laughs> like Robert Williams is cool and all, and Ennis Cantor. As Knicks fans, we know what he can we do. We love Ennis Cantor. Great player, great offensive player. Is unbelievable. Can't jump over a freaking nap. Ennis Cantor. <laughs> Can't Great, the be- one of the best teammates you'll ever. One, one of the best teammates you'll ever yeah. see. Well, where is heart on his? Where is his heart on his sleeve? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But couldn't defend a pick and roll in no. his life. Depending, I think on I could it. play better paint defense than him. <laughs> exactly. He has the feet of like he has quicksand feet, basically. Yeah, he's like Greg Monroe. Monroe. He's stuck in quicksand, but oh, he is literally Boston. Greg Monroe. But like yeah. he is the modern. He's the today's Greg Monroe. Good. good I was comp, looking good at comp. Boston just because they're so desperate for an actual big. I was. Proposing Monster, this idea Monster to Celtics fans, to Drummond maybe? Do they give him money if they wanted? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, know I don't, I don't like. I don't like the Drummond fit. Yeah. I, Drum, Drummond's a weird player. I just don't see. Like he, he's like a weird fit everywhere because he can't shoot. Yeah. He's a rebounder. His defense he's not is what sus- the NBA needs today. Yeah. He's he's a he's a overrated. He's a very overrated. Which is unfortunate. Defender. I like the guy when, when yeah. he would. You know. Yeah. He's still probably one of the best rebounders in the league. But it's he not is, as yeah. Best he's the best rebounder in the league. But he yeah. Like, he, that's those only skill pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so yeah. um, I say Miles Turner is a perfect fit for um Boston. I think. A stretch five that can defend, block shots, doesn't need the ball that much, and uh, just athletic, just rim can rim run, can pop out, can space the floor for like Kemba, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. I think him straight up for Gordon Hayward if the salaries match, something like that. Like get the salaries match, but I think that trade would benefit Kemba, but like Gordon Hayward also become like a higher scoring option in Indiana. He'd be like the third or fourth guy there. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the only yeah. thing I have with Hayward going to Indiana is that he has Brogdon in front of him. Jeremy Lamb needs the ball. TJ Warren is a name we forgot. Yeah, and DeMontis Sabonis. So Sabonis. he would probably be like the fifth guy. Depot, I think Depot gets traded too. So I think the I think the Pacers kind of not blow things up, like reshift their uh, – Yeah, I think they have to if they want to win. They They've been a four, four, five yeah. for four or five years. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're just like good, not good enough to get over the hump. So there's yeah, nothing wrong with being yeah. a fifth seed, especially with like the you saw the Heat this year. Have. I mean, you saw the Heat; they were the fifth seed. Exactly, in the, in the and look what you can do. But Anything the Heat, the difference is the Heat have a the Heat have a true star in Jimmy. They have a couple of young up and coming stars in Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo, and they have support supporting cast. I I think. What do you think about Oladipo to the Heat? Do you think that like do you think that's a good fit? Or I don't know if they're gonna do that. Yeah. I don't think Miami. Washington. I don't think that would work. I think Depot for like yeah, I, like I think Miami likes the team the way it is, and they'll probably try to go after like Bradley Beal or like or like obviously Giannis next year in free agency if he doesn't yeah. sign the supermax. Which yeah, the I heard, Miami, yeah, the thing with Miami, Tyler, um, Nick, I think you could agree with me this as well. Yeah, because we talked about this, the team aspect that they play with is just yep. so uncanny to. Talk about that probably five, six episodes cult, yeah. straight. The heat yeah. culture, yeah. Anything that you've seen in a long time from a San Antonio or. Um, a 94 Bulls run without Michael. The player and ball movement that they have for today's NBA is pretty insane to look at. I just think Oladipo being the ball hog, not that he's like a Westbrook ball hog, but like being a ball hog yeah. that he is wouldn't yeah. work with them. And Jimmy exactly. might get on his ass a little too much to his displeasure. Yeah. The reason I think it's a good fit is Oladipo gets a little change of scenery. He doesn't have to be the number one guy. He'll like Jimmy. I mean, he could be the number one guy on offense, but like Jimmy is like the man there, and yeah. he's a great defender. He's a lockdown defender. Hey, I'll I, give you. I'll give you this one, both of you. What if the Pacers trade Oladipo away to the Timberwolves for the number one pick? No shot. You don't. You don't think that would happen? T Wolves are not giving that up. I don't he's, think. Like I love Victor Oladipo. I don't think he's worth the number one overall pick. Yeah, no, definitely not. He's um like may, maybe All Star season Victor Oladipo possibly, but he's one he's removed from a serious injury. Was it meniscus Achilles? I think, it was meniscus, I think he's started, yeah. I'm not as hot as I'm on yeah. him anymore, man. It's it's just he's he, he 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 had a bad he had like obviously the comeback's gonna be hard, but he wasn't he just didn't look impressive at all. Yeah. Yeah, the only I don't reason I bring that up is because the T-Wolves clearly need a, a, a two-guard next to Russell because they're trying to make win-now moves. And, I mean, Indiana doesn't really seem to care. It seems like Larry Bird's content with staying at the sixth seed for two more seasons. And I guess, I don't know, the number one pick, assuming that's Anthony Edwards, he could probably turn into pretty close to a D-Wade that we expect. 
And who knows, maybe they can be <sighs> the third seed. I, that's just kind of my thinking with it. I, I don't think it'll happen, but... Oh, yeah, Old Depot's yeah. not worth a number it's one It's not worth it, yeah. The one, like, one player that I think would be the number one overall pick trade would be Devin Booker with the Suns. Yeah, but I don't even think Phoenix but wants to do first that. First of all, that, that Timberwolves team would be one of the worst defensive teams we've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God, oh that would be so Jesus. bad. D'Lo and D-Book, that's a, that's a just defensive series. Yeah, and Cat. That's all. That's brutal. Just Covington's it, not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a score 140 points a game, give up 140 points a game type team. <laughs> yeah, fun to watch, but awful. Never gonna make it in the playoffs. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. Never gonna make it far. That's very true. And uh, I guess the other move that I saw today was Draymond Green for Kevin Love swap. I don't know what the logic would be here for either side. I mean, Draymond is so essential to Golden State. Yeah, I don't know why they would want Kevin Love. I think money. people just always talking about Draymond and. Love getting out of Cleveland. I think it's probably yeah. just stirring the pot, you know? Yeah, yeah stirring the, the pot. But let's people, put on our tinfoil hats here for people, a second. People are getting bored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think Draymond would get exposed if he went to Cleveland? Like, oh, he would. Time? I think he would. He we would, would never we would, request a trade we, from Cleveland. We would never hear from him again. I hope you know that. We would yeah. not hear from Draymond again. I mean, we'd Maybe hear from him because yeah. he, he's a big yapper, he's a big talker. We wouldn't hear from him like play wise. He'd just literally be sitting there averaging seven points a game. He would. He would immediately want out. Immediately, I think. Oh, he's gone. He he. he he's going out. straight to. He's like, I want to trade the contender. I'm like Draymond. Yeah. He passed your prime. <laughs> Yo, no Miami starts ringing up the phones. <laughs> God. Uh, I don't know. That was just another one I saw. I don't know. That's just a really dumb one. Yeah, that neither team would take that. It would. It would have to require a third team, and even then, you'd have to pull even more assets out of your treasure chest. To make yeah. that move. I don't think anyone wants to do a three-team With Draymond and Kevin Love. Yeah, definitely not worth it. No. And the last one is Westbrook, the Knicks. There is, there's an offer that's on the table. I saw today. It was reported by Begley and Berman, respectively, of the Post and of SNY. The Knicks have an offer on the table if they want to pull the trigger on a Westbrook trade. Uh, what it is, we can only speculate. So I'm going to kind of guess here. It's probably the 27th pick, Julius Randle, assuming they pick up the option on Portis. Dennis Smith, and I don't know. Do you give them another Dallas pick and then another salary filler player? I have that's, no too, that's too much. <laughs> I'm not trading all that for Westbrook. I mean, it's not like these players are going to be good anyway. I know, but like, I don't, I don't want to like – Knicks are going to sit in me- mediocrity to like I'll borderline playoff. I, I know, but like <laughs> – it stunts RJ's development, stunts Mitchell Robinson's development. Not worth it in the long run. I just don't think it's worth it. I think the trade, if it were to happen, it would be Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, um, and da- um, maybe Dennis Smith Jr. in the first, Dallas first. Or, yeah, but, like, I just don't – I don't want Westbrook. I'll be honest. Like, he's a, he's a fun player to watch when he's on, but he is so awful to watch when he's off. He is so painful to watch. It's uh, – it's – yeah, it's just not worth it. And I, the, my real worry is I think if we trade him, I, if the Knicks trade him, I don't think it would be any sort of winner or loser necessarily. Um, I don't think the Knicks would give up anything crazy. But what I do worry about is maybe they decide, oh, let's just, let's just save what we have but give up what, the, the one big thing. And they say, here, take the eighth pick. <laughs> no. I don't think they will. I don't think no. they will. But, I would cry. But the Knicks are not the sharpest tools in the NBA sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> if, if they do that, I will be in distraught, as, as will you guys, I'm sure. But 
Yeah, I would uh, not surprise me. It's the Knicks. Like, I don't think they'll do that, but that is an option. You know, it, 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 you maybe do the eighth pick in Knox or, or Nilakine or some some one of those young guys that the Knicks have for Westbrook, straight up like that. I Leon don't Ro- think that'll be the case, though. I think it'll be something big and complicated if it happens. Leon Rose, if you're hearing this, do not do that, please. Yeah. Leon Rose is definitely tuning in right now. He knows how, uh, how big Leon. we are. So he's, he's, trying to tell, he's, trying to, he's trying to learn the local market. You got to respect <laughs> it. I found his Instagram. I'll DM him right now. He's like 12 oh, followers. Leon. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Let's, let's hope to a good era for the Knicks, please. Like, I, look, honestly, like if they do it and they don't give up anything stupid, like if it's not a future first-round picks that the Knicks own – and it's like Julius Randle and nonsense. Okay, I wouldn't be. Yeah, I'll take the Clippers, like twenty seventh. Yeah, I wouldn't overall. be pissed at it if it's that if that's the trade. But if they're going to start giving up their own picks and oh, they the, know that like Westbrook's not good anymore, the world will end. Well, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah it, you know, it's it, for the there. Knicks, for the Knicks, it would just be another shot in the face. Like, well. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. It would be the Knicks being the Knicks. It's just a yeah. typical move. And then uh, NBA social social media, NBA Twitter would just roast us for a it's solid. It's like the Eric Andre season. meme, you know, when he shoots the guy on the chair. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, the Knicks yeah, for Westbrook. Yeah. why would the Knicks do that? <laughs> That's oh, what it would be. That would be everyone's reaction. All right, it's time for the week 10 NFL picks. Nick and I attempt to predict all of the games this week, who our winners are going to be. If you're a betting man, that is betting over 200 or more dollars. We do not suggest you listen to us. Stay away. Stay away. We do not want to be the reason you lose money and then we get sued. But <laughs> if you want to listen for shits and giggles, you come here. Anyway, let's get to it. First matchup on the list is the Texans versus the Browns. I'm going with the Browns here. Uh, I don't trust the Texans. They have been horrible and they're going to remain horrible. I think that's pretty simple. Uh, the Browns, yeah, they are missing – Obviously, Odell Baker may be out there saying, but I don't think so. Well, then if uh, Baker's out, oof. That would be different, but I don't think he's going to say it. It hasn't been a major headline, so I got Cleveland. Washington versus the Lions. I'm actually going to go with the football team. Uh, I think huh. Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick will annihilate the Lions' uh, rush D, and Terry McLaurin's going to have himself a day. So uh, I'm going with the football team. It's interesting because Alex Smith, uh, he's, he's taken over, obviously, after Kyle Allen got hurt. Uh, he struggled, but he also looked great on a lot of plays. So it'll be interesting. I, I want to join you, but I don't at the same time. So I think I'm going to pick – I'll pick Detroit. I'll pick Detroit. All right. Solid. Bucks versus the Panthers. Oh, God. After last week, I cannot pick uh, the Buccaneers. I can't I, do it. I don't know, man. I can't – Porcupine Hair, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, and DJ Moore, they'll, they'll run all over this team again. And CMC, I don't think, is going to play, but who cares at this point? He hasn't been able to get on the freaking field. So it's Mike Davis time. And you know what? I think the Panthers can win. I'm going with them. I, I have a good feeling about this week for them, especially when the Bucks just came off an atrocity. I'm going to pick the Bucks. I think they're going to bounce back. Uh if they don't, that is, they're in hot water in Tampa. They will be struggling. Um, but I Waving think they got to bounce back. So, yeah, Tampa. Big division game for you and the Giants. You guys are playing the Eagles, them, them damn birds. They're coming off a of bye week, so they're going to be well-rested. And the G-Men just played a pretty good game versus the football team. So, uh, tough to call, but I'm going to go with the G-Men just for the sake of you. Yeah, good, good pick. Good pick. Giants all the way. 
No question. Next. Fun fact, Eagles fans are probably the nastiest fans in all of sports. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. It's them and Raiders fans yeah. are absolute psychopaths. Jaguars versus the Packers. I don't ever pick against the Cheeseheads, and I'm not going to pick against them this week. That would be extremely dumb. Yeah. Uh, Packers. I'd say. Yeah, that's it. And Aaron Jones won't be limited this time, hopefully. Bills versus the Cardinals, an interesting game. Bills defense came off a pretty good week versus the Seahawks. They slowed down Russ and the crew. And the Cardinals, who um, – Oh, Mr. Hopkins, your boy, you and your pal. You didn't do anything really special this week. but uh, Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's okay. You'll bounce back. It's fantasy football. I'm going with the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. I think that that defense is the real deal, and they're going to really give Hopkins and Kirk and all those guys a lot of trouble. And Kyler, I don't think, is going to be able to run as much. So I'm going with the team from upstate. Yeah, I've said I like Buffalo. Um, I think it was – I was foolish to doubt them in beating Seattle. I think they are. They do catch a lot of breaks, but at the same time, that is football, man. Uh, and they're a good football team at the same time. I, I think they're taking down the Cardinals. Chargers versus the Dolphins. The Chargers coming off of a crazy-ass game. They played against the Raiders and touchdowns overturned. Keenan Allen, toes inbound among Herbert, launching balls and other things. And the Dolphins – uh, lost Preston Williams in a crazy game against the Cardinals as well. So the two teams coming off of crazy games playing each other. I'm actually going to go with the Chargers here, I, but I think that Devontae Parker is going to give them problems now that he is going to probably be the only person that the Dolphins throw to. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think the Dolphins are taking it. Uh, um, they are more dangerous than anyone thought they were. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I said they were one of those teams who are not good. They're bad, but not terrible. Um, they're shifted more towards that middle of the spectrum. I mean, they're five and three, so they clearly are showing they can play and compete for the wild card or even the division. So I got Miami. Raiders versus the Broncos, considering how the Empire played last week, I don't think they're going to have too many problems here versus the Broncos. So I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, the Broncos not looking pretty either. Uh, they almost brought that game back last week, but I don't think they're going to really be able able to do much consistently so yeah i got vegas and noah fant got hurt again and he he's good noah fant is really good he just can't keep getting hurt it's a shame it's okay seahawks versus the rams this is going to be one hell of a shootout but uh i think the seahawks are ready for a game russell wilson he's a gamer and dk metcalf who played really well Played pretty well last week. I mean, considering they got destroyed, they're going to bounce back. And there's no doubt in my mind that they can do it. So I'm going with the Seahawks. Yeah, uh, I've been riding that for a while now. As soon as I saw they were playing the Rams next week, I said it's going to be a great game, but they're not losing two in a row. Seattle, that easy. Bengals versus the Steelers. Bengals coming off the bye. Uh, It's sleepy Joe Burrow versus the terrorizing Pittsburgh defense. I'm going with Pittsburgh. I mean, it shouldn't really be a discussion. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Um, they didn't play as great of a game as they were supposed to against Dallas, but Pittsburgh, you know, they're 8-0 for a reason. Hey, I don't know how the Cowboys, they actually played a football game well. That doesn't make sense because that never happens. Anyway, Niners versus the Saints. Uh, the Niners are very, very 
very depleted, very depleted. I can't say it enough. Kittle's out. Uh, don't know what the deal is with Devo. Most are, we don't know. Garoppolo isn't playing. Bosa's out for the rest of the year. Sherman still isn't back. This is uh, not the season San Fran planned. So I kind of have to hand it over to New Orleans. That is just, it's just facts at this point for the Niners and the Saints are kind of, I hope Michael Thomas can stay on the field for two weeks straight, <laughs> but they're just too powerful, I think, to be able to lose, for the Niners to be able to take them down. Ravens versus the Patriots. Uh, this also is not going to be interesting. I think that um, Cam is going to have a pretty hard time throwing to nobodies. And I'm going to assume he gets picked off a lot. So, with that being said, I'm going with the Ravens. They almost lost to the Jets, the Pats. The Ravens are a good team. Do the math, folks. Ravens. <laughs> In our Monday night game, Vikings and the Bears. Uh, I think we're going to have to rename the Vikings to the Minnesota Dalvin Cooks. That's literally them at the yeah. start. They're the Minnesota Dalvin Cooks. Uh, I said this before, the Bears are frauds. They are not what we thought they were going to be. So, uh, I mean, Dalvin Cook is going to run all over them. He's been running all over everybody this year. I think he should be an MVP contention, but we can get to that another day. But I'm going with the Vikings, and it's probably not going to be close. Agreed, man. Bears, I've never thought they were as good as people think they are. The Vikings have really stepped up the uh, struggles beginning of the season. So, there you go, Minnesota. Take the W. Hey, guys. So, Nick and I, unfortunately, weren't able to get to the fantasy busts and booms of the week. We uh, weren't really sure who we wanted to pick, so we ultimately decided to cancel that segment. We also want to thank Tyler Hugh of the Coast to Coast podcast for joining our show today. If you guys want to give their show a follow on social media, the Instagram handle is at C2CPodcastIV. And their Twitter handle is the same thing. Go and check them out. They've had some great guests, and they make really good content. I highly recommend that. And uh, with that being said, for Nick Feta, I'm Thomas Hiles saying so long.